Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams. Brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Welcome back to Boating Insights. My name is Neil Driscoll. I'm excited to have you to our podcast today and having a bit of a listen. So the focus today is looking at navigation, uh, knowing where you are, knowing where you are not. Um, yes, we have some training, which I'll mention for you uh, at the end, but just try and help you understand if you do want to further skills options that we've got to help help you do that. But when you're looking at navigation, something I want to tune in for you is really understanding and and really this is looking at coastal navigation we're not sort of looking at the voyages uh we're more um the the pilotage side of things so understanding where where you are going into places and how confident you can be with that now you know chart potters um have come on unbelievably during my lifetime i mean what what an amazing tool you know the the idea that we, you know, even really when you could just have an accurate latitude and longitude being fed into you all the time on the boat, that was pretty amazing. But the idea now that you can kind of have an interactive touchscreen, color screen, boat, sail, wind angles, if you're a sailor or, uh, you know, radar overlays, you know, incredible amount of information at your fingertips now. Arguably, for many people, possibly even too much information, um, where it can all get a bit overwhelming. Um, some of you will uh, have a knowing nod as I say this, but you know it's certainly quite common that I'll talk to people that have got the most complex navigation systems available that can do so much for you, they can pretty much sail the boat. And then they've gone out at night and realised that just doing something simple or seemed like it would be simple like turning the um screen down to you know to adjust it for night time so it's not like you've got a massive truck headlight coming towards you um they might not have been able to do so it's you know it's all well and good being having all the gadgets and gizmos but you know obviously as we talk about many episodes and things that we do yeah it's really important to know how to use them which is part of what we're looking at today but really I want to go back a step. So, you know, in our passage planning book and logbook, you know, we've got the um, the kind of topic at the top there where we talk to you about having, you know, appraise, plan, execute, monitor. Now, within that, you know, the various resources that you have, you know, your pilotage books, your cruising guides, your, uh, the internet, um, it goes on and on, really. You know, there's lots of ways that you can research and, um, but if you can um if you can try and use the widest range of tools possible for your appraisal um that's great and there are things in there that you're going to want to know like where are the best restaurants in this place or you know what time can i still get fuel and that kind of thing but really i that's why i've said i want to talk to you about the navigation is if you're entering a, a harbor river estuary for the first time what you're really going to need to know or be on top of or one of the things you're going to be right on top of is knowing where you are not that you're not in a shipping lane or a restricted zone or that you're 
going too fast in a speed limit area. Um, these things are not always um, clear on a chart either. Some things will be. But for example, you're not going to find speed limits on a chart. So you might need to look at other options. You know, for example, here in Australia, uh, we've got this great blend of the charts uh, with all the navigation information and then also the boating maps, which then have all the bits and pieces that you might need to know. Uh, you might find them on um, apps like the Decky app, for example, is a really good one for that. Um, but that's where you might get mooring boys or um, other information, speed limits or no wash zones or things things that you need to know um, when you're when you're actually in a port. It totally depends where you are in in the world. But um, but that's sort of that's one side of your research. Then you're also looking at where can I uh, run aground? How can I know that I'm not somewhere that I'm going to run aground? You know, is this somewhere that's kind of really simple where I feel quite relaxed just using my chart plotter to uh, monitor or you know is this somewhere that I'm like literally getting the hand bearing compass out um, and it, it, it raised an interesting question something which I I would encourage is that to a degree you can't over plan um, which I might I know that might sound over the top, but yeah, taking the time to have looked at a range of information. You know, you've looked at your Google Earth, you've looked at the um, the websites of the marinas that you're going to. You look, you've looked at the charts. You've if you've got cruising guides, you've read what's there. You know, the more informed you are going into somewhere, um, the better placed you're going to be. Because one, hopefully, you know, everything goes well weather's good come in organize yourself um and you know go to where you wanted to go no problems happy days the reason that i always think it's so important to be right on top of where you can't be um is because it's all well and good having a plan and the plan coming together but it's when everything goes wrong you know, the engine fails or someone falls overboard or um, if you're a sailing vessel that the sails jam half in, half out and you can't get them out or or in or, or anything. Having, the, having a clear understanding of all these things means that, you know, you hopefully don't find yourself kind of in a domino effect where if one thing goes wrong when you're making an entrance into a, into an area um or or you're nav- just navigating in general um that you don't then find that while you're reacting to one thing that you you know you suddenly you know you get yourself caught in in a another situation in, in entirely you know there was a many cases of this i mean there's one in a sea survival course uh where we look at was you know very unfortunate but you know, essentially, fortunately, everyone was okay. But you know, essentially, you know, a jibe taking a lot longer than people were expecting on a you know a sailing vessel, um, and you know, by the time they've actually kind of got to a point of being ready to manoeuvre and execute that, you know, lost track of where they are and literally sailed the boat up the beach. Now, 
you look at a scenario like that or you look the other way say um you know let's say you're out you're out fishing and you, you just get you know you get distracted um or you you know you're you're heavily looking at the sonar and suddenly you you realize that you haven't been looking at the chart plotter and you just drive straight into a reef or a mud bank you know that these things are easy to happen um if you're not on top of what's going on and and that's where i talk about the planning because often you think you're going to be able to do the planning on the fly and any number of things get in the way most often um is seasickness um i find is that you know you think you're going to be able to plan on the way there and you think that's a 14 hour trip well you know we've got heaps of time at sea we'll figure out what we're going to do when we get there but actually one a time goes quicker than you'd ever expect and two you know a bit of seasickness and a few other things on board and you can quite easily find that the fatigue of being on the wrong side of not feeling that well for the last 14 hours is not the best time to get your head into the books and try and figure out uh, how you're going to make an entrance so plan in advance please please don't take my um you know love passion and mention of using charts and boat maps and cruising guides as meant to be a a knock on electronic charts or uh, chart plotters i think that they're great but I, I think the key detail is that you generally will plan much better on paper because you've got an overview of what you're looking at and far more appropriate for doing a briefing in general as well and talking to people about what you're going to be looking at for coming in somewhere and then you know we talk about you know the appraise the plan the execute the execute and monitor that's where the the chart plotter can really come into its own uh, for helping you keep track of the fact that the plan that you've got in mind is is actually happening. Now, it's one of the most difficult topics for us to kind of, for me to pitch this at is because depending on the level here, you know, I'm talking to some of you and you've literally sailed around the world three times and some of you who are at the beginning of planning when you might do your first coastal trip. And so what I want to do here is um, I'm going to, you know, assume nothing for a second and just start right at the beginning. The best thing you you can do to try and help yourselves is is actually have a go at doing some planning in a familiar location. I mean, where I see people get the most unstuck is often a, they go out by day somewhere that, you know, they're hyper familiar, like their they're local harbour. But then they go out by night and just try and find a light and say with confidence I'm looking at that light on that point and I know it's flashing this number of times and in general they will really struggle to be that confident and that's something you can just do in your local area and it pulls so much together you know if you think if you if you go out somewhere that you're familiar with and just pick four charted objects and find them by day and then go and find them by night and you know identify them on the chart in real life in the dark by whatever means that that would be maybe using the chart plotter as well maybe using a compass almost seeing how many things that you've got on board you know go back to the old days the use what you have campaign how many things have you got on board that you could use to help verify that position now that's one side of your navigating that's knowing where you are once you've got that worked out and you can make those kind of confident 
decisions. That's where we start building into knowing where you are not. So um, can I line up a marker and an island or a lighthouse or a known transit to know that as long as I've got these two markers lined up together in a transit that I know that I'm in deep water and I'm not going to hit a bank. That's then the knowing where you are not. And then that's how these things come together. And we start pulling them into things like mud maps where you kind of sketch out where you're going to go. Um, And that can be done in your local waters so that then these skills are transferable so that then when you go somewhere new, rather than falling into the classic trap, which is, oh, I'm going to take this person with me because they've been there a hundred times before. You might well do that. You know, experience can be good. But um, do some planning. Like, actually, you know, get the passage planning book out that we've got, you know, in the um, in the resources that we provide with the courses. And plan your trip. Um, make sure you know your tides and things, obviously. And, you know, we teach you that in the courses. But... Build the build the simple skills so that you you know your your movement between the real world and the, the charted objects and uh, and the electronic chart is relatively seamless and that you're very comfortable with your your tools that you carry on board and then um, start using these skills to you know plan trips and and at the end you know appraise it and see what what did we do well what didn't we do well um and keep that record and then obviously when you go another time you've already got that those plans laid out and and you just get better and better at it and you know it's it's brilliant for me i mean the number of times i've seen people where we've gone from what seems quite overwhelming initially just planning going into a new harbor and then you know within a couple of years i'm talking to them about navigating into a new country which you know if you're listening in europe doesn't seem that far away but from Australia, it's a pretty decent sale anywhere to um, uh, get yourself into <laughs> into another country. So it you can know, be quite an achievement. Now, in terms of courses we've got to help you, the, um, the Essential Navigation and Seamanship and the Day Skipper course, you know, they're perfect, you know, in that order uh, to help you really understand the detail of the sort of stuff we're looking at here. Um but then also the online skipper course is designed for that higher level. So it's it's not teaching you the detail of, like, say, reading a chart. It's it's teaching you how to think about planning shorter and longer trips and managing the boat and managing watch systems and, and that side of things. It makes up kind of um, nearly, well, three-fifths of the course in total while you when you're looking at it. So the other bit, boat handling and sailing if you opt for it. So... The um, they would be the the ideas to help you. We do look at if you're not using logbook already. You know, we look at that for your skills assessment, and there's various uh, areas that come up within logbook, looking at seeing if you're confident at different different things around the navigation. Um, but also, it's something which I think is really important for multiple people on the boat to have the skills at. You've got the obvious contingency of you know, just if something happens to the skipper, uh, and obviously the skipper, you're responsible, so you need to be able to navigate to a pretty decent standard. But um, it also just makes it way more fun. Like, it can be quite hard as a skipper sometimes trying to manage expectations if people have, you know, they've read about something in a guidebook or they heard about it from a friend. But 
it's so much easier when everyone understands about you know the weather implementation and the navigation and the passage plan and why we need to make certain decisions so it, it you know that if you're if you're running as a team partnership mates uh you know parents and kids husband wife or whatever setup you've got going on on your boat uh as a team i find the navigation is a really cool skill if you can both have it or all have it um and you know we've got as i say various options to help with that so thanks so much for listening um keep it simple you know start with just um nailing i you know picking four three or four four or five chartered objects by day and then go and you know be absolutely certain you got them at night and use every tool on the boat to help you and um and then from there work out how you can use those uh ideas to confidently know where you are not and keep safe so get out there have fun and thanks very much don't forget to tag at aab boating uh when you do this on social media thanks bye